0: Hey, welcome to Snack Time, where our favorite foods are food for thought, macaroons, and gender roles, with two L's and no E.
1: Hey, this is Maddie Conrad, Natalie Dextrator,
0: Aiden Flun, and Ellie
2: Komenerik. Today we'll be discussing A Doll's House by Henrik Ibsen, and we'll be discussing the effect of gender roles on all the
0: characters.
1: Hi, could you please say your name and occupation? (laughs) Uh, My
0: name is Thomas O'Brien. I'm a student at Bishop Fionn High School.
1: Okay, Thomas, what is one example of how your life has been shaped, either positively or negatively, by your gender?
0: All right, so um, an example is that it will be easier to get a job in a a hard, like, science profession because it's kind of assumed that men are better at that, so it will be easier for me to get a job. And if I do get a job, I'll probably get paid more than a woman who does the same work. So, that's an advantage.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Hi, could you please say your name and occupation? I'm Mora Crump, and I'm a student. Okay, Maura, what is one example of how your life has been shaped, either positively or negatively, by your gender?
3: For me, I have two brothers and I have a stepsister, so I've been surrounded by both male and female influences. So in my life, I haven't had a major influence by one over the other, but I've um, had an influence from each pretty equally. Alright, thanks.
1: Could you please say your name and occupation?
0: I am Gregory Vegan. I am a student here at Bishop Vegan High School.
1: Hi, Greg. What is one example of how your life has been shaped, either positively or negatively, by your gender?
0: Well, I never really felt like it was a one-sided thing versus another side. I always thought it was more of, well, there's two different, like, technically there's two different sides, but really they're all just kind of one thing. Like, we're all just people. I don't see any real reason to, like, separate them.
1: Okay, and what makes you think like that?
0: Well, I mean, we're all just, we're all humans. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't really feel the need to, like, put one of us above another one. We're all just trying to make it through life.
1: Okay, thanks, Greg.
3: your name and
4: occupation? Uh, Mr. Demers, social studies teacher at Bishop in High School.
3: Mr. Demers, how do you feel your life has been shaped either positively or negatively by gender roles? Well,
4: obviously, um, being a male in America, I feel that I have gained many opportunities through that. Uh, I do think if you look at pay and respect in society, sometimes it is definitely easier to be a male. Um, and I do think that my life's been shape- shaped, I would say, by obviously through the media and things, you know, how males should act in society, how females should act in society are kind of very concrete from the time you're really little. So I think that the sports that I've played in my life and the, the way that, you know, I've comported myself definitely aligns with how society has kind of shaped how I should act as a male. Um, but at the same time, I do think that um, having strong female presence in my life has also allowed me to definitely see the other side and be a little more sensitive at points. So I think that's important to have strong female role models, even if you are yourself a male. Thank you.
0: Please state your name and occupation.
2: My name is Sheila Cryan, and I am a teacher.
0: (laughs) How has your life been shaped, either positively or negatively, by your gender?
2: My life has been shaped both positively and negatively by my gender. Growing up in my household, I was the oldest of four children and the only daughter. And as a daughter of immigrants from Ireland, they wanted me to take care of my brothers, which I did not want to do, and refused to do.
1: Professionally, being a female has not
2: adversely affected me at all, and because I'm a female, I got to have four delightful children. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Welcome back to Snack Time. Keep in mind that we've all read through Act 2 and uh, so to get us started, how do you guys think gender roles play a role in a doll's house?
1: Well, I think that the expectation was that women weren't really supposed to do any work or be a big role in their family's lives other than taking care of the children because Torvald refers to Nora as a skylark and a little squirrel and even a pet, so he really doesn't respect her, like, as a person, I'd say, but I don't think that's just him, I think that's, like, all mammals at the time.
3: Actually, building off of that, there's a part where he said, it's incredible how expensive it is for a man to keep such a pet, and I think Mm -hmm. that's, like, it's, like, demeaning in a way, but I don't really think she realizes it because she's so accustomed to their lifestyle.
0: Yeah, and and Nora, she kind of accepts it too like she feels like this is her role like at one point she says referring to herself uh if a little squirrel were to ask ever so nicely and and the pretty little skylark would sing all day long so she kind of like she doesn't really mind that she's kind of being like demeaned like this because that's just how it was at the time
1: another quote to go off of that would be when Torvald says, Nora, Nora, just like a woman, talking about how he doesn't want her to take out debts, and she just accepts sort of his insult and what he's saying by saying, very well, just as you say, Torvald. So she's, like, completely complicit with what he's saying, and, yeah.
2: Uh, I think also that uh, she did not want Torvald to know that it was her who had kind of saved his life, and... Um, like raise the money for them to go to Italy, and one quote that I found: uh, "You all think I'm useless when it comes to anything really serious." Page like uh, thousand sixty three. Um, so basically, she was expected to like not really do anything. She wasn't expected to like have jobs or anything, but she kind of defies gender roles in that she's able to raise money and make money. And even, like, take out a loan and everything in order to help her husband.
0: Yeah, and she, we find, like, throughout the play that she can, like, do things. Anything that she can support. Torvald, even when we see that he's sick and she manages to find the money for him and then she works to pay off her debt to Krogstad throughout the play, but, like, she always feels like she's doing something wrong, and she has to keep it secret, even though today, like, that wouldn't be a problem at all, a woman having uh, the strength to be able to do things like Nora does.
2: What do you guys think about, like, uh, when it's not legal for a woman
1: to sign for a loan by yourself like do you guys think that's kind of ridiculous i do think it's ridiculous but i also think it was like just based off the mentality that women couldn't pay it back Mm -hmm. because they're not supposed to have jobs so i think that like that mentality just like carried over into everything in their lives it
3: also kind of raises a question that like what if a woman who is like miss lind who doesn't have like a male she her husband has passed away and her father has passed away like Mm -hmm. she doesn't have that strong male figure and i think it's also interesting that her it's like age conflicts with her gender, uh, with gender where she is thought to, she has to take care of her two younger brothers, but they're male, and like females aren't seen as being like the person in charge of the house.
0: Yeah, and and uh, Christine she felt like helpless, kind of kind of lost when she no longer had any men in the house to like take care of because she couldn't just she felt like it wasn't her role in life just to live her own life and take care of herself. She had to be taking care of other people.
2: A uh, quote to go along with that on page uh, 1062, well, I had to fend for myself opening a little shop, writing a little school, anything I could turn my hand to. That's a quote from Christine um, and basically just kind of saying how she also defied gender roles because she didn't have like that manly presence and she had to do something to be able to support herself. And she even like had to marry this man who she wasn't necessarily in love with, but she had to do it because she had to take care of her family, which is also kind of associated with like a womanly yeah role.
1: And I think Nora, <clears throat> in her fears of like her secret getting out with like the forging the signature, she's afraid that she's going to make Torvald's life more difficult. Let me just. <laughs> because she's worried more about Torvald's reputation being tarnished because that would be a bigger like that would be a bigger thing in society than her reputation being tarnished so i think that also speaks to like the gender roles at the time
0: yeah and i think we um definitely kind of see the uh nora kind of strain against these like gender restrictions that f- she feels like throughout the play from the Macaroons at the beginning kind of resisting what Torvald wants and uh, then eventually when she's dancing the Tarantella when he's trying to tell her what to do and she's kind of just ignoring him and doing her own thing. And I think like as it progresses you can also kind of like imagine the passage of time and then as we have as we move into the future we can see like in our interviews when we interviewed um, Mrs. Cryan, she said that when she was younger, her parents wanted her to uh, take care of her little brothers, and that kind of falls into those old-fashioned gender roles. But then when we went to people of uh, that were born more recently, then you see uh, that they didn't really feel those gender expectations as much as some of the older people might have.
3: I definitely agree. Like, with Mr. DeMers, I thought it was interesting how he did see the two different sides of the gender roles, but he brought them together in like a really beautiful way. Like he said that like it is necessary to have a female presence in your life and vice versa because they can add different elements that like you wouldn't have otherwise. And I also
1: think that Greg's perspective was very interesting compared to all the rest of the perspectives because he was talking about people as, like, human beings as opposed to the two different sides of the gender role. So the expectation today is that we're all the same and that we all should have the same um, opportunities. So I think his ideas compared to the others really showed that.
2: Uh, I think kind of to wrap up, um, there, there is still evidence of gender roles today. Like, Mr. Demers talked about sports a little bit, like hockey, football. Like, you don't really see a lot of girls doing that. And in the workplace a little
3: bit. Like Thomas said. Yeah. 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 Your realistic approach to it with jobs and
1: wages. Yeah, especially in the science and math departments and how women aren't, like, expected mm-hmm. to be in that. Okay.
3: okay.
0: All right, okay. thanks. So. Thanks uh, for
2: listening to Snackdown. <laughs>